everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One of this week's partners is Babbel. If you have an upcoming summer trip abroad planned, my go-to travel hack is Babbel. Whether you're a seasoned traveler or embarking on your first adventure, it's never too late to get started with Babbel so you can fully immerse yourself in that culture and experience a place as you really should. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, there's still time to learn before you head out on your adventure. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson, so you can start having real-life conversations in as little as three weeks. And with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages. There's so many ways to learn with Babbel. I love listening to the podcast as I drive. There's also games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee, so if it doesn't work out, no problem. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash THT. That's babbel.com slash THT for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Two Hot Takes. I'm your host, Morgan. And I'm Alejandra. Alejandra just heard the past 30 minutes of my life. And it's been chaos this week, you guys. I don't know if it's Mercury in retrograde or karma coming back to like haunt me, but I've been a good person. I have not done anything mean to anyone. I am like, I don't do anything. I'm so nice. But I had three packages stolen this week, one including like a $2,000 camera that I need. And I'm just like, I'm losing my mind, losing my mind. And then back in Minnesota... Everything's going to shit there. The horses got out on the road. The windmill broke off the little axis and like fell on the ground and the blades are all bent. I'm like, what? I I don't know. I'm like, I, I think it's what Mercury. What did I do? I think it's Mercury. What did I do? I, I really do think so. I feel you. I mean, I haven't had a bad week like that. Your week's been a little stressful though. This week's been stressful, but like I forget, I think a week ago... My car had a problem. I was in jury duty. Oh. <laughs> it was that time of the month, and I was getting viciously annihilated. I was getting taken out by my cramps. Oh. Taken out. Like, they were going 10 rounds relentlessly for, like, ever. So those three things. And then there oh was there God. was one more thing that was, like, traumatic. And I was like—and I was asking myself the same thing. What like, did I do? What did I do to deserve this energy from the universe? And I'm like, I mind my own business. I just work hard. I'm just out here living. Good person out here living. Just good vibes. And then— Bam. Bam. Coming for you. But you know what? I think it's—I think it means that there's good on the other end of this. I really do. It's got to—there's got to be some looking up. But that leads us into today's theme, which is instant karma. Hmm. karmic justice okay as some would say but we're gonna be kind of reading these crazy stories and thinking like is this karma is karma real does karma do bad things because some of these are not happy endings and it's like i don't i don't know how i feel about like karma being a vicious entity Mm -hmm. so we're gonna really get into this okay we ready yeah let's dive in let's do it
Okay, I have so many tabs open, but I'm going to start us off like a little lighter, not, you know, so crazy yeah, please, today. Please do. My cortisol cannot handle a lot of stress this week, so I, I ask that you keep the, keep the stress level to like a lower <laughs> end. You always give me the stressful episodes, and it's unfair because then I have to weigh in on these really tough subjects, and then everyone's <laughs> like, oh, I just did it. And I'm like, ah. What do you want me to do? And then, and then I even like, I tested my theory and I, I literally was like, I went very with the, like the consensus and I didn't go against the grain. And I was like, yeah, asshole. And I didn't say much. And then everyone was like, oh, just heart wasn't in it. And like, I don't know what you want. I know. It's like stick to the Reddit stories. Yeah. And then when we just stick to the Reddit stories, it's like, oh, yeah. One thing about this podcast, you know, we're a hundred and. 14 episodes in now but it's like yeah damned if we do and damned if we don't for sure so you know what we're just gonna be ourselves yeah and if you don't like us i kindly invite you to leave however this is not an airport and you do not need to announce your departure oh where did you get that line <laughs> where did you get that one it's, Some, it's someone's been, been on tiktok it's been circulating <laughs> okay sorry okay anyway Here we we're, go. Ha- we're happy to have you though we're so happy you're here so blessed. Thank you. This this week, this episode is truly going to be a like bless this mess. Like, yeah. Me, Ooh. Me. Put that on a sweatshirt tomorrow. Bless this Cancel mess. Cancel your entire day. <laughs> I need sweatshirts. Bless you know, this mess. I have been working on merch. Wait, no, that for sure. For sure. Write it down. That okay, one's going okay. in. Okay. It's in there. It's in there. Okay. Karmic justice. Karm, karm, karma. Wait, what is it? <laughs> what it? What is it called? Karmic justice. Oh. Question mark? You said karmaic. <laughs> Car- Honestly, karmaic. it sounds fancy. Maybe we'll go with that. Karmaic. All right. Sorry. So this one is posted four days ago. It is titled, Am I the asshole for not inviting my brother and sister-in-law to meet my baby because they didn't have visitors for three months after they had their baby? When my sister-in-law had her son approximately seven months ago, her and my brother did the, quote, We're taking this time as a family, and we won't be having visitors in the hospital or meeting the baby for the first couple of months. Thanks for respecting our time, etc. And they did not have any visitors over for the first three months, as she said. I totally respected this. Brother didn't really care about the visitor either way, but she specifically didn't want any visitors. So anyways, I had my baby two weeks ago, and I did have visitors in the hospital and at my house— and my close family members, mom, sisters, cousins, godmother, aunts, and uncles, grandparents, except my brother and his wife. Yesterday, I had a family dinner where my family came over and cooked for me and held the baby, etc. Some people posted pics of this get-together on social media. I did not post them. My sister-in-law saw these pics and was like, I would love to meet the baby, blah, blah, blah. She told my brother to ask why they weren't invited. Brother really didn't care. He just asked on her behalf. I was like, y'all can meet my baby after three months. Thank you for respecting my choice. You didn't want me to meet my niece for three months, so you can meet your niece after three months. So now she posted a subtweet about me, and I don't get why. She didn't let people meet her baby for three months, so why should I let her meet mine? I respected her choice, so I don't understand what the problem is. (laughs) <laughs> let her have it <laughs> was this an am i the asshole yeah yes for sure you guys know this like 
I hate tit for tat mentality. I think it's so petty. I if if you said to me, I'm going to, I really like what you did with the three-month rule. And I think that's really smart. And I'm gonna also do that. I'm gonna not have visitors and take this time to bond with my new baby for three months. No one's meeting the baby. So that therefore you're not gonna meet the baby. Then I would say, okay, like no big deal. The fact that they let other people meet the baby and did it, that's just being petty. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to actually create a special moment with your baby. You're honestly isolating them to like almost punish them like retroactively, like serve retru- retribution. Absolutely. I think that's so petty and ugly. Yeah, this didn't feel like karma. But then I was no. like, honestly, but I mean, some might look at it where it's like, you blocked me for three months from meeting the baby. I'm going to block you for three months. Like, but then it is like tit for tat and like, you're yeah. just being petty and this yeah. is your family. And yeah. like, it's so funny. This person's like, just my close family members, moms, sisters, yeah. cousins, godmother, aunts and uncles and grandparents. <laughs> it's like Mother's mother, cousin twice removed, cousin's ex-boyfriend. It's just like a clown car of people. (laughs) And I'm like, this baby is two weeks old. That's a lot of people. Baby's immune systems are not developed that early. Yeah. And like, what are you doing? I mean, I don't really live your life. If you want to have the whole world meet your baby, that's 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 your 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 prerogative. Yeah, that's your choice. But I don't, what I don't like is that her brother and sister-in-law had a legitimate reason for not having, at least to them, that was their legitimate yeah. reason for not letting other people meet the baby. And they helped, they didn't um, make it personal and they didn't single anybody out. It was just, that was their boundary. What I don't like now is it's almost like them trying to punish them for that because there's no good reason other no. than you did it to me, so I'm going to do it back. And I think that's really mean. Yeah. And that's what the comments really picked up on. The top one with 46,000 upvotes is I think the reason she isn't happy is because they feel like you singled them out. Whereas when they told everyone they could visit after three months, that rule applied to everyone. No one got special treatment when they had their kid. It looks like you took it personally, though. Exactly. You're the asshole. Exactly. Which is like, be be mature. Grow up. Like, especially with COVID, a lot of people deal with the afterbirth of their kids very differently now. Mm-hmm. It does look more intimate for a lot of people. And I remember being at the hospital when my brother had his firstborn. I was in college. I think I drove up. And, you know, the whole, the whole zoo of people is yeah. waiting there. Like, yeah. the whole circus. Yeah. I mean, aunts, uncles. Like, my uncle was there. Matt's uncle. Like, yeah everyone's there and so it kind of gives like birth is not a spectator sport but granted like this is after the baby's now born but like two weeks and it just reminds me of this video I saw and it was like this girl like it was that window theme trend on TikTok where Mm -hmm. it was like the during COVID yeah um it was it was it's an older trend but it was that music from the space movie Justin's gonna kill me because it's his favorite one um, Interstellar. Yeah, yeah. I've that never one. even seen that movie. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Really, but it's like them banging on the window, being like, "No, no," and it's this girl, and she was like standing outside the window, looking at her parents, like giving her as a baby to a stranger, and the stranger like kissed her cheeks and was like all close to this little baby and kissed her, and she ended up getting like um like herpes virus <gasps> from it, and it's like don't let strangers or even family members like kiss your kids like well I don't think my mom could keep my family 
like Latina culture. Is I know like, it's, it could be a cultural mwah, thing. Mwah, two kisses, not just one, two cheeks. Like it, I think there's a little bit of culture involved. For I don't, sure. You know, I mean, French people kiss. My culture. There's a lot of cultures that kiss, but I'm like, yeah, the little baby, like let yeah. them, let them be old enough to consent. Like, but they're little. And then eh. you, you could give them RSV. Yeah. You could give them so many things. Oh, from, from an immune perspective. I don't know. Honestly, you guys, I don't know a lot about babies. So I don't know what the practice. Their immune be. systems aren't developed for a couple months after. I, I knew that, but I guess I just see so many people like passing the babies around like a, Stanley Cup and so I'm like <laughs> everyone's like you know smothering the baby so I never thought anything otherwise and yeah. listen whatever is your whatever floats your boat whatever you want to do you want to let the whole town meet the baby you want to isolate your baby go off what I don't like in this story was that they made it personal and it didn't yeah. need to be personal no that's not karma nah okay next one moving along I'm like I don't know how bad I want to get to us okay this one might be happy okay maybe I want funny it's not that. I want to slap my knees and laugh. Okay. Well, the title, <laughs> okay. the title is I'm sleeping with my husband's mistress's husband. And it feels like a small win for me every time. I'm sleeping with my husband's mistress's husband. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling a switcheroo. Yeah. There is a spoiler. <laughs> There's a spoiler at the top of this one. Contains spoilers from the White Lotus season two. So, oh, okay. That's very, very nice. I haven't finished season two, but it's okay. Spoil. I, 40 female, just finished watching the White Lotus season two with my husband, male 45, and couldn't help but think about Daphne. I met my husband 10 years ago and I loved him our entire marriage. We have three children together, all under five. Ooh. I found out a year ago that my husband. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's, That's a lot. That's you've got your hands full. Yeah. Sorry. That was just I found out, <laughs> I found out a year ago that my husband is sleeping with his colleague, female 30. I can't describe the pain I felt, feel, but you can see it in Daphne's eyes sometimes. I felt ugly, undesirable, and stupid. I got obsessed with a colleague, and I found out who her husband, male 35, was. Mm -hmm. I actually knew him from mutual friends. I contacted him and told him everything about our spouses. After a week's texting, we both knew without talking about it what we wanted. Revenge sex is just the best kind there is. Or maybe this man is just a god. Oh. Wow. Tell me more. <laughs> we decided we liked each other and wanted to continue. We meet at least once a week, and I wish I could see him more, but we both know it is unwise. We decided that since we had each other, it doesn't matter what our spouses did. They're forgiven. I don't want my children to grow up in two homes, and he knows a divorce would be too costly for him. I watched The White Lotus with my husband beside me while smiling inside that I knew what kind of a dirty liar he is, and I am, for that matter, and I love it. Please spare me that you are as bad, though, because I'm actually not. Edit to add, look, guys, thank you for caring. Ask me to update when all of this blows up in my face. How considerate of you. I guess if it all blows up in my face and my husband leaves me, my boyfriend and I can finally pursue a relationship together. No worries there. Wow. This is karma for me. I mean, you're like, what? Like in a good way? I mean, it's like... If he's out there cheating, yeah, 
she can do what she wants. Like he's the one that broke these vows first. Should she be an adult and say, hey, I know what you're doing. If we can't, you know, work through this and agree to a monogamous relationship, we should separate. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the more adult thing to do. But yeah, you know, she's a woman spurned or what is it? Scorned. Scorned. Spurned. (laughs) That's a word, right? No, you're thinking of spurs from horses. I don't think spurned is a word. Mm, Spurned is a word. Is it? Whoa. I always learn something new. Um, Past tense. Well, spurn is a word. And then past tense is spurned. Reject with disdain or contempt. Ooh. So was I technically right? Yeah, maybe you were. He spoke gruffly as if afraid that his invitation would be spurned. I think I did mean scorned, though. I'm going to be yeah, honest. Yeah, but that's really interesting. I love a nice, a new insult to add to the repertoire. Word for the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so I'm like, I'm really torn. But I, honestly, it, this feels like karma. Like, yeah, it's not like. It is karma. It's, they're both like, she got hurt first. And so it's not okay. Yeah, it's never right to hurt someone back. Yeah. But honestly, like, what's, what's fair? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. What the hell did you just say? Isn't that a thing? (laughs) That one is actually a saying. Oh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I know, I know it is. I'm not, that's not why I'm laughing. It is a saying. I just can't believe you said that. Yeah. A 65 year old man. Yeah. Used to, (laughs) idiom, used to say that one person or situation should be treated the same way that another person or situation is treated. And so I'm like, what? Well, like, let her, whatever. I just see this down the road, the husband getting on Reddit and like being like, I made the mistake. I had an affair. And then I found out my wife was sleeping with my mistress's husband. How could she? Yeah. Like, I just see how this is going to play out where he likely acts like this. But this is, this is very um, similar to Shania Twain, except Wait. Shania Twain didn't cheat. Shania Twain. What happened with Shania Twain? You don't know? No. Okay, so Shania Twain was married. Okay. Her best friend started sleeping with her husband. They got divorced. The best friend married Shania's Mm ex-husband. Shania Mm -hmm. ended up marrying her ex-best friend's hubby. And it's an upgrade, y'all. If you look at pictures of the two of them, she upgraded big time. See that? I wonder if there's a little bit of trauma bond involved. You know? Well, that's kind of the vibe here. That's the vibe here, yeah. too. Yeah. Oof. I mean, would you give that advice to your friend? I think it depends on what you want. Is it a fun little fling in the meantime? You feel like you're getting back, you know, twisting that knife a little bit? Sure. But what do you see long term? Like, you're, are you better off where you both, you all get divorced and you actually do a legal switcheroo? Uh-huh. Probably. Like, your kids are fine living in a, separated household people can co-parent and it can be very healthy Mm -hmm. and as they grow up like how how long can you two hide your little affairs like it's gonna impact your life your kids lives does the husband know know? Mm -mm. no he doesn't right no I just struggle with this like I personally wouldn't do it but it's not about me so with this story I I just struggle with it because part of me is like haha for the plot like go off sis but then part of me is like that makes me sad because it's all fun and games but I think it's easier to be in this position of like lol 
because you haven't really had to face the repercussions yet. Yeah. And I don't know. It's hard for me because, again, like, how do I not put myself in those shoes? Would you just walk away? You would never you would tell the guy and then walk away. Tell my husband. Well, how would you play this out if it were you? I wouldn't do this because for me. Well, first of all, I've been cheated on. I've talked about that. I know the pain that comes with that. So I don't necessarily think I would perpetuate that by cheating on my partner. That's not in my plans because I know how hurtful and damaging that is. So I wouldn't want to do that to another person, first of all. But again, this is me, not yeah. OP. But like, I just feel like it would, this doesn't make me feel better. Like again, kind of what she, the comment gets at is like, you're no better than him now. You're just as scummy, to be honest. And you're doing it out of enjoyment. And I would go to bed every night being like, I'm like the saying when they go high, you know, when, when they, they go, go low, low, you go high, yeah. right? It's like, he's going low, you're trying to go lower. And what's the end game there? Like you said, is yeah. that for the rest of your life, is this just going to be a game and it's going to be fun for you? And you you go to bed every night and you look in the mirror and you feel good about who you are and the decisions that you're making. If yes, then okay. I then then do it. Yeah. But I have a feeling that eventually this will catch up to you and you're not going to feel great about it. And you're hurting people. You're hurting families. You're hurting their kids, your kids. Is hurting your husband going to make... It's hurting your husband in doing what he did to you is not going to undo what he did. No, but it might make you feel better. If it does, but how <laughs> long will it make you feel better? That's a question she's got to ask herself. I am like, I'm so mad after my week that I'm like, yeah, I like this. I, I like, like this I like karma. this for like a show plot, <laughs> but I don't like it for a reality. I don't like yeah. if, I, if a friend was sitting in front of me and telling me that they're doing this, I'd be like, this isn't good for no. you. And that's like, you look at the long term, like, yeah. hey, you got, you got it. Yeah. Like you, you're going to show him if yeah. this comes out in the wash and he finds out and the woman finds out because it's also her. This coworker knows yeah. he's married. Yeah. Like this coworker. They like, deserve each other. Those two deserve each other. Yeah. They're yeah. shit people. They're shitty people. They're shit people. And so at the same time, I'm like, these are two hurt people that then took this yes. opportunity as like, yes. fuck this. Let's go for it. Right. So I do think the husband and this coworker are worse. Yes. Like in terms of like, oh, it sucks. Pe shitty people. Yeah. I do think he's worse. But yeah, I think long term, like, do you want to be with this guy? It sounds like you're enjoying each other. Yeah. So why not separate? Be why legitimate. not? Why not confront them and say, yeah. "Hey, you know what? Like, you guys can have each other. Yeah. We're we're actually yeah we're good here. I like that. If I mean, I don't like like that, but I if, long term, it's a better solution. Yeah. If they genuinely enjoy each other and could see a relationship forming, like a real relationship outside of just spite sex then they should approach this and be like, listen, y'all can have each other. You deserve each other. We are going to make this a relationship. Here's a divorce. You know, I, yeah. I get it. It's harder than just saying you're going to get divorced. But that I think I could get behind a little bit. I don't necessarily think this is like a healthy, happy way to live your life. Yeah, no, it's long-term, not super sustainable. It's not. Also, when the guy's like, or when OP was like, a divorce is too costly for him. Yeah. If he has a lot of money. That's his problem. I'm sure he has a prenup. Everyone should have a prenup regardless of money. Weird. Wasn't I saying that a couple of years ago? I love prenups. You did it a couple of years ago. I did a whole episode on it. I got on board. Did you miss that episode? Nope. I remember that episode. I remember hearing it going, 
Well, well, well. I didn't want a prenup. Thank you. That's what I, I was did, looking no, for. No, I didn't. I initially took it as like, you don't trust me. You don't yeah, love me. Yeah, I remember we had this whole conversation. No, I'm on board now. I'm on board That's now. all I needed. I was like, you did not always like that. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I, I didn't understand them at all. So I yeah. was like, ah, oh, you yeah. don't, what do you and mean? And I was always like, you guys, they're not as bad as you think they are. They're not. There's sometimes yeah. they protect you. They do. And so with this guy, like maybe he has one, maybe he doesn't. But like a lot of prenups like have infidelity clauses. So if one partner cheats, like prenup is like kind of null and void. It depends. Like if depends. like it in terms of like like her getting stuff from him. If it was wrote, like written in, like some rich ass people have these crazy clauses in their prenups for like yeah. their wives. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm thinking like heterosexual yes. rich dude. Yeah. Not as established woman. And there's things like after 10 years of marriage, mm -hmm. if we divorce, you'll get 20,000 a month, like crazy rich people shit. Yeah. And so I'm just thinking like if there's a prenup and she cheated, it was like that. A lot of cases, if you cheat, like you don't get those things yeah. that are specified exactly. in a prenup. Like she fucked herself. Exactly. So it's like Maybe. it might a divorce might not be as costly for him yeah. as he thinks. Yeah. And then are both of them, all of them going to be happier? Yeah. I just, it's a really simple saying, but two wrongs don't make a right. And I genuinely believe that. I've been scorned. I w was given an opportunity to try to fight back. I had that stalker situation. Mm -hmm. That woman, I could have blown up her life in faster than she could tell me to fuck off. And I chose not to. She would have deserved it, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. And But I didn't because I was like, I want to go to bed every night knowing that I did not do anything that I wouldn't want done to me. And I'm I'm not vindictive. Like it doesn't make, maybe it'll be like a day of pleasure, right? Like watching this person's world blow up and being like, you got what you had coming. Yeah. But then when the dust settles, you're like, I'm not that kind of person. I'm not a bad person. I don't do things like that. And I feel like that could be her case where she's going to wake up one day and be like, what am I doing? Yeah, we'll see. I do want an update on this one. Yeah, I mean. I really do. Yeah, it's I struggle with it because it's, entertaining mm -hmm. well and it's like it'll work out people get divorced yeah. shit happens like it's all good i don't think the di divorce is even like a worst case scenario here like i think divorce would be a great solution for yeah them no i think I, I am in favor of divorce yeah divorces in that one yeah in that case i think divorces i when i tell like i'm a child of divorce um when I tell people that sometimes I've been met with the response, like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, why? Why are you sorry? Like, I think divorces are amazing when 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 they're needed. Like, mm -hmm. I shouldn't say I don't want to be insensitive and be like, divorces are amazing. But more so, like, I think that there are times where divorces give people another chance at the life that they wanted or that yeah. they feel like they didn't get. Or, you know, in the case of my parents, like they're super amicable. I have a relationship with both. They co-parented really well. And I think I'd look at my parents today. I mean, you know, my parents. Yeah. Like, can you imagine them being married? Like, no. no, they weren't meant for each other. Yeah. And I think divorce was, a, I'm so happy they got divorced. And they taught me such an important lesson. Like, it's never too late to start over. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not giving up on life because you divorce. It's not a failure. It's actually saying, look, you can try again. You didn't get it right the first time, but you can try again. Yeah, no shame in it. No, and no some shame. some people are like, honestly, they find a better match the second time. Yeah, third or the time. third time. Or the fourth time. <laughs> or the fourth time. time. <laughs> but it wasn't the first time. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh,
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Okay, moving along. Let's do it. This, I, it is kind of similar to this one we just read, but it gives the vibe of like what I kind of predicted with the husband, like Reddit into Reddit. And so now I'm like, I just think this will be kind of an interesting like carry into and it'll be good. Okay. So this one is four months old now. It's titled, I, 32 male, asked my wife, 30 female, if we could open the relationship. She agreed. And I'm feeling upset because although she's bisexual, she's only sleeping with men. Okay. 32 male. And my wife is 30 female. After five years of marriage, I felt like she had given me all she had to offer. Now, please don't judge me for saying that. She just had a very low sex drive, and I have a higher one. I figured opening the relationship would help out marriage and help me get my needs met. She originally said no, but after I explained to her the benefits, she said yes after a few days of asking. She seemed both excited at the possibility of a threesome. Now where the problem lies is that my wife is bisexual, and yet the only people she's been sleeping with have been men. When asked about this, she said she only sleeps with people she clicks with, and they just happen to be men. When I told her my feelings about this, she said it's only fair because I'm sleeping with other women. While true, it makes me wonder if she's truly bisexual. When I asked her to also sleep with women or I'd want to close the marriage again, she rolled her eyes and said no. One of the guys I fear is trying to seriously date her. He brings her flowers and food, pays for her nails, and never even acknowledges me when he's over. I feel like she's dismissing my feelings, and I'm getting frustrated. I want to close our marriage again. How to approach this? Karma. Again, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Oh, I'm struggling if, with these topics. I think you oh! pick, I think you picked the wrong girl for this. No, if he wanted, he wanted the open relationship. If you want an open relationship because your wife's yeah. libido is too yeah, low yeah, for you, yeah. she offered me all she has to offer. I need to get my needs met elsewhere. Good, you can get your needs met elsewhere, but then she does too. That's an open relationship. You yeah. both get to see other people. You then don't get to say, ah, you know. That guy's too nice to you. You can't fuck that one. She happened to find a nice guy. If you want to go fuck nice girls that bring you food, you can do that. Mm -hmm. But just because she's not following your idea of an open relationship to a T, all of a sudden you want to close the marriage? She never wanted to even open it. He pestered her. After days of asking, she finally agreed. That's like manipulative coercion. Mm-hmm. And so she agrees. And then you're going to cry about it? Don't open relationships if you aren't ready for the consequences. I agree with all of that. You don't have to convince me of that. What I'm I, ready to fight this guy. Yeah, what I think is that these people just shouldn't be together. I, no, they shouldn't be. Like she should date the nice guy with the flowers yeah, and the food. Yeah, I just... the the After the first two sentences of you reading this, I was like, I don't even care what comes next. These two people <laughs> shouldn't be together. 
him saying things like she's given all that she has to offer. I mean, right. And then don't judge me for, I'm judging you too late. I'm judging you. (laughs) Move on. Second thing, you know, she has low libido. I have high libido. Sounds like a mismatch. Sounds like a mismatch. I'm sorry, you guys, but sex is a big part of your relationship and sexual chemistry is a very, very important factor. Let's just call a spade a spade. And if you're not on the same page about that, then you need to either have multiple partners and not be in a monogamous marriage, again, like an open relationship. But if you're going to get in an open relationship, to your point, Morgan, you can't say open, but not that one. Open, but not the good looking one. Mm -hmm. Open, but not the friendly one. I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. He didn't like the way it panned out. I don't know why it makes a difference whether she's hooking up with guys or girls. I don't know. It's The difference is that a guy is a threat to his ego. Yes, That's exactly. the difference, but he won't say that. And who gives a crap if she's bi or not and hooking up with only guys? I completely agree with her. I only want to be intimate with people that I connect with. Mm-hmm. Guy or girl doesn't matter at that point. So it's like, who are you to dictate who she connects with? Yeah. But but I think the root of this issue is just two people that shouldn't be together. Well, that's what I'm like questioning. I'm like, when they got together, were their sex drives more matched? Exactly. So now is it his lack of intimacy that is causing her to pull away? Yeah. Because a lot of times for women, there's a lot it's of mental. emotional and mental yeah. foreplay yes. that impacts our sexual drives or our sexual appetite. Like there's a lot where it's just like, and it's small things too, right? Like there's kind of a joke where it's like helping around the house is going to get you laid, but it for sure will because you're taking, (laughs) you're taking stuff off of her plate, her mental load. Yeah. And there's certain things that like, don't seem like a lot where like, I saw this thing the other day and it was this guy who was like, I go to the grocery store and my wife, you know, even though I'm going to the grocery store, she makes me a Google Doc and she puts the item, the aisle and the pictures. Whoa. This lady is still doing the work of the grocery shopping. Yeah. Like that's almost more work. It's more work. It's easier for her just yeah, to, go. to go. And it's like, if you're going to help your partner and take things off their plate, do it. But don't call them and ask them questions. Don't <laughs> well, pester them. They will. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, do it. Just yeah. do it. Like you can make an executive decision at yeah. the store. And hey, if you get the wrong crackers, World War Three is not going to happen. I don't know, because I see the other side of that now where it's like, I feel like if we heard of a husband who go like, she's like, go get the oranges and he comes home with like um grapefruit is that weaponized incompetence though then too mm, well no 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 hold on let me finish and they like get it wrong because they got it wrong they're my dad did some very questionable things trying to parent <laughs> me but anyway and and then i can hear you being like come on bozo call her next time if you were unsure so it's like communicate. Yes, exactly. <laughs> communicate. All you everyone has their cell phones in the store. Call her, you know. No, but it's it's stories like where it's like I've been buying the same crackers for five years. Yeah. I love these Mary's crackers. They have great ingredients. My husband eats them. He sees them. Yeah. They're the only crackers yeah. I buy. Yeah, and then they buy like the the Ritz. Yes, yes. And it's like no, that's beyond. Do me. these look the same? <laughs> You've been funny. eating them for five years. Why didn't you grab the crackers? And so it's just, it feels, that feels like weaponized incompetence where it's like, I just needed a little bit off my plate and I asked you to help. And then you created more work for me. Like it didn't help me. It hurt me. I don't know. And I get, I get, I'm like, I get good intentions, but like, 
uh, you know. I'm talking about an honest mix up. Like yeah. an, a guy being a guy, head in the clouds, looks like an orange. <laughs> it's not an orange. But like, you know, like yeah, I'm so lives. mad at the world. You today. got lemons. Yeah. No, I do believe that there's yeah. whatever, but we got way off topic. Um, let's bring that back. So where so were we're we? wondering about the sex drive. Oh, but- we're okay. No, you make an excellent yeah. point. I was wondering the same thing. Hormones too. If you have a hormone who, imbalance, who shifted? Who shifted? Yeah. Were you guys less active in the beginning, and then the guy realized this isn't active enough for me? I need more sex. Or were you super active in the beginning, and there's something going on in your relationship, and she's pulling away, and now you're in this vicious cycle because she's pulling away and he's pulling away. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But there's something. You guys are a sexual mismatch. Maybe you just need to like have a conversation or go to therapy or I don't know. You tried opening up your relationship. Didn't sit well with both of you for some reason. So, and those are deep-rooted issues. You have an issue with her finding other men. So it sounds like maybe you're threatened. I don't know. I think so. There's something else going on. Well, and it's like you only wanted her to sleep with other women, but like she is bisexual. She likes both. Like, yeah. So So, it's like you- So why is a, she'll leave you for a woman, buddy. Why are you less threatened by the man? Actually, watch out. Like these girls these days, girls are getting hotter. More threatened by the guy. Girls are getting hotter. You should be more, you should watch your girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I know. Well, the girl, I mean, guys can go with and get a manicure, but like the girlfriend, uh-uh. she'll go with and get them done. I have lately, who, girls are getting hotter. <laughs> who was I looking at the other day? We're like, this girl's beautiful. Like, honestly, men should watch out. Are you thinking about going down that path? Not really, but, but I just can appreciate a woman. <laughs> no. Oh you my know? God. There are some beautiful, beautiful women. Beautiful women. There's, there's like a theory that there's way more beautiful women than there are men. Delara just posted a TikTok the other day and she's like, I'm in Miami or she was somewhere. And like, it is beautiful women after mm-hmm. beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. And she's like, the hot girl to hot guy ratio. Off. Yeah. Off. Very off. We got some hot girls out there, Hotties. including all of you listening that identify as girls. Exactly. But <sighs> yeah, anyway, our point is that he's a, he's a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Retitling this episode, divorce. Oh God. I just got PTSD from that. Um <laughs> Divorce or not? It was one of the first ones. I know, but it didn't go well. Divorce is not easy. Yeah, I know. We're like, Honestly, oh. it doesn't seem that hard. Hot take? You guys wanted a hot take? Like, why? Why is it so hard? What you, do you mean? Dividing assets is not an easy task. You, your lawyer talks Division to their of, lawyer. No, Morgan is... <laughs> Depends on what type of person it you are. It can be hard. If yeah. you're a fighter and you want to take him for everything... What if you didn't have a prenup? Then it, you hard. know, hard, hard. I'm just like, you know, let me take my shit. You take your shit. You know, buy me out if you want to keep something we bought together. That sounds so good right now. But imagine when the feelings are, the emotions are heightened. I'm so weird. I've started to realize this about myself. But when I check out, I'm like, eh, let's yeah. just let's just be done. Yeah, let's be done. But that's you. I know. You, Not everyone. Do you think Justin's going to be such a rational actor? Maybe Justin's a super level headed person. I know. Okay, you- divorces aren't easy. <laughs> I just think they're they are easier than a lot of people make them out to be. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I've watched a lot of suits lately. Suits is not an accurate reflection of what legal cases are like <laughs> in real life. I'm here to tell you I've worked in major law firms, you guys. My credentials are real. <laughs> no, my um my aunt is actually a family practice lawyer became a judge for many years and now she's like retired from like public judgeship. And she's a private judge. So like these families that like don't want their divorces and like family matters in a court system can pay her and like, whoa, 
it's crazy stuff. So Whoa. she's like a judge. She's like a mediator on these like private things. And yeah. the stories I've heard, like I know, I know it gets bad. Yeah. I know it gets messy, but yeah. you know, when it's, when it's healthier for you guys to be apart, why make the divorce bumpy? Oh, I like, agree. It's just like, yes. be done. Yes. Like, be done. Realize, like, chalk it up. Chalk it up as an L. Yeah. Like, move on and get the next W. Right. I think this guy just needs to, um, I mean, to his quite like, how do I close the relationship? Like, have a conversation with her in earnest. Tell her how you feel. Just fall on your sword. Tell her that your ego's a little bruised and that you're feeling insecure and that you guys need to find a way to restore your sex lives. Lives. Yeah. In a different way, because the open relationship wasn't working for you, him. And she, I mean, that's what you. That's right. if you're a happy, healthy couple, that's what you should do. Well, like, what else do you do? Everyone makes mistakes. You didn't know what you were signing up for. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wasn't, didn't know what I was getting into. Yeah, and so I, I hope for her sake, she stays with the guy that gets her flowers and food and her nails. But maybe, maybe, maybe their, maybe their relationship yeah. is really good, and he's a really good guy to her, and they just listen. Bumps in the road happen with sex lives. No, it, it, for sure. It's not like he, they're like, I don't, we don't know. We're, we just know what they told us. I just don't think someone that says she's giving me all she has to offer. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Like, he doesn't seem like a nice guy. That's true. He seems like the guy that wants to have his cake and eat it too. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's, he, this is a tough one. But he could have just phrased, phrased it really wrong. I don't know. I know I'm being a devil's advocate. He could he could suck. He that's, could suck. That's going to be an upcoming theme, by the way. Devil's advocate. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Top comment on this one. All caps. Ha 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 Like all the way down the screen. Next comment. Different person. Ha 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 I love when karma hits hard. You don't approach it. You open this door. Now you get to watch her walk through it. Yeah. No, I let me be clear. I think that that is totally warranted. I think he opened Pandora's box and he is now trying to close it. Mm -hmm. And that's, you can't play both sides. Yeah, this next comment, almost 2,000 upvotes. Ah, so you wanted to open the marriage so you both would sleep with women, preferably threesomes. Mm. Now you feel cheated as she's getting more action with guys and I'll bet her sex drive has gone through the roof. You can't make her sleep with women. She can still be bisexual and never have slept with a woman. Mm -hmm. Reap what you sow, dude. You insisted on opening the marriage to your advantage and your wife has suitors lining up to replace you. Yep. Ha ha. Yeah. I agree. I, do, I think they should part ways. Yeah. I think that would be best for everyone. Everyone. Okay. Moving along. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I think it might fuck us up with one really dark one and then we mm. kind of maybe lighten the load a little. Okay. Okay. Trigger warning on this next one, you guys. It does mention sexual assault. So this is titled, My mom abandoned me for her husband when I was 16, and he just got murdered four days after my 21st birthday. Life's crazy, and karma's real. My stepdad physically abused me when I was 16. I called the cops, and my mom literally abandoned me after that. I went through so many years alone, struggling to even buy food. I feel so many emotions. Makes me feel relieved she's about to cry every day and suffer exactly like I did. I feel sorry for her as well, as I know she really loved him. 
So she will never know I feel sorry, though. She will never get my sympathy. I have no intentions of connecting with her again. So now she has to really sit and live with what she did. Shit's crazy. Okay, let me get this straight. Oh, it's not done? Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to preface. I'm like kind of going to preface this where like this is the one where I'm like toying with the idea of like karma doing dark things, dark as far as like murder or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he got murdered. Like that's where I'm like really toying with like what karma really is. I thought it could lead to an interesting conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cute. Um, not not the story for those listening. She did yeah. a really cute little hand gesture. YouTubers. Yes. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, go to the YouTube to see what hand gesture I'm talking about. Um, I just, I know I kind of sound like a broken record, but I've always really struggled with the idea of karma genuinely. Yeah. I've always struggled with it. I don't necessarily know exactly what it means. Sometimes people say that's karma and I, I just don't buy. I believe in, in, I'm a big believer in what you put out will come back to you, whether that's the form of energy. Like I, I do, I do mm -hmm. believe that. I don't know what you, if you want to call that karma, then that's karma. But I think things like that, like I would never hear of a story getting, of somebody getting injured or killed or some, something terrible happening to them and thinking, that's karma. Like, I struggle with that. I, I yeah. don't know. I just really do. And in this situation, I don't know if it's a karma as much as it is. I don't know. I know. I'm kind of at a loss. You it's know? really hard. It's, it's hard. Well, and like the definition of karma, and it's it's a concept like deeply rooted in Hinduism and Buddhism. Yeah. The sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence viewed as deciding their fate in future existences. Okay. That's so it's helpful. such a loose term. That's like, helpful though. And so it's all like, how do you even interpret that? Like, yeah. and can karma do bad things? Like, can it? Can, I'm going to Google that. Can karma do bad things? Like you hear people say, oh, that's bad karma. That's bad juju. Karma can be divided into good and bad karma. Good karma is a result of good deeds done for others, while bad karma results from intentional harm caused to others. Okay, but there's there's two things I have to say to that. One, that raises the question, why do bad things happen to good people? Because there are people who do good all day, every day. All they do is good. I can think of people in my life and terrible things happen to them. So what do you call that? That's not karma. And then, or, or like, they'll say, you know, even you and I at the beginning of this episode were laughing. Like, we've been these, you know, good yeah. people above the belt. You know, maybe we, I raised my voice at customer service the other day a little bit too much. I don't know. But like, on its, like, all things considered, good person. On average. Yeah. And, and so, but then all these bad things happen to us. And I don't think we deserved them. I don't think that was our karma. I think shit just happens. And also, I got in trouble for saying this on an episode where I'm like, everything happens for a reason. Like, I don't want to say that here. I was just going to talk about that. Yeah, because people, some people really don't like that and some people accept that. So whatever, wherever you stand on that, it's kind of like our interpretation of karma. Yeah. Well, and I think I really agree with karma and like everything happens for a reason when it's light stuff. But like, and I think we're on the same page with that where it's like, like saying everything happens for a reason. We don't mean your dad got cancer for a reason. We don't no. mean you had a terrible loss for a reason. Like, no. no, the I mean, the universe is like you guys. We're floating on this big fucking rock, like in the middle of multiple galaxies. Like, yeah. there's I don't I don't really understand the space stuff. Like, I do, but I don't. But like, 
there is so much more out there than just us. So like, yeah, it's bigger than us. It's so much bigger than us. So I'm like, I'm like, I think this world, like, I mean, it's just cells mutating and causing havoc and like bacteria. Look at bacteria. Like, did we all come from bacteria? The Big Bang Theory? Like, what's the vibe here? I don't really know. <laughs> Everyone is like, what did they smoke before <laughs> this episode? I wish I am going to have a gummy after this. Though. I know. But, you know, I think every when people say everything happens for a reason, at least for me, sometimes it's a coping strategy. Oh, it's such a coping strategy. Yeah. Because all you can do is like try to look on the bright side. Yeah. Like, hey, this terrible shitty thing that happened, like you got fired from your job. Hey, the next one's going to be so much better. You're yeah. going to have a better work-life balance and make more money. So, yeah. hey, this tough situation right now, it happened for a reason. Don't worry. Yeah. It's going to get better. It's, it's, it's like, that stuff. And people are like, well, that's toxic positivity. But it's like, no, it's just sometimes you have to believe that is going to sound so cheesy, you guys. But like, Rejection can be redirection. And so mm -hmm. it's like hard to say. I think it's just people trying to see the good in life and the good in the world, a world filled with darkness and trauma and yeah. terrible things. Like when you feel terrible, you don't want to hear more terrible things. You know, oh, that freaking sucks. Sucks for you, Morgan. Catch you next Tuesday. Like, uh -huh. no. Oh, Morgan, I'm so sorry. That sucks. But like, hopefully something good comes out of it. Yeah. I think like one thing, and I've, I've tried to pick this up for myself when I'm really feeling overwhelmed because I I have a tendency to like, there's sometimes I vent and sometimes I want an actual solution. Uh -huh. And I've really had to preface this where it's like, no, no, no. Okay, like, just hear me out. I'm gonna vent. I just like, I need comfort. I don't need solutions after this. Yeah. And I think that's something so healthy to do with like your friends too, where it's like, yeah. if your friend's bitching about her boyfriend and you're like, oh God, I've heard this fucking 50 times. And it's like, I've told her, break up, break up, break up. And you just need to be like, after she, you know, gives her spiel, you look at her and you say, do you want comfort or do you want a solution? Yeah. And we can, that's not mean or rude to ask yeah. someone that. And if they get offended by that, fuck them. Like yeah. you're trying to be a good, helpful person. Yeah, so I agree. It's hard because there are people that like that toxic positivity where yeah. you're like, you're just venting and you just want someone to be like, yeah, yeah that does suck. Like, I'm sorry. Do you want like, should we go get Froyo? Yeah. You know? And then they come back like, well, and I'm like, not well. Yeah. Fuck that person. Yeah. Like, and yeah. you just like, it. it's yeah. like the 13th reason. Yeah. You just like, really, you just like, this is not what I need. Yeah. So, so it's okay yeah. to like preface it or ask someone if you're in a situation like yeah, that. Yeah. We're all different. Like so similar to how we all, all have different love languages. We all have different coping strategies. Yeah. And there are some people whose like inherent reaction is to problem solve whether that they had to problem solve growing up and now they're just constantly in survival mode. I don't know. So you tell them all of these things that happened to you that went wrong and their immediate instinct to try to be helpful is to offer you solutions. And it can be viewed as insensitive or you're not being comforting. You're just like throwing solutions at them. But that's them trying to love you. Yeah. And then on the other hand, you have people who are like just naturally really caring and soft and will listen and comfort you and give you a shoulder to cry on and just tell you that you're beautiful and amazing. And that just doesn't come as naturally for some people. Yeah. So I think it, you make a good point. Like sometimes you just have to clarify, like, listen, I love you because you're such a problem solver. But right yeah. now I need you to just, just love me. Channel <laughs> the good vibes. Oh my God. I just saw um, this video of a girl the other day and she was like, I had this friend in college roommate, whatever it was. And she was like, I'm a crier. Like one thing about me is I'm a crier. <laughs> I'm like, same girl. Um, but she was like, my roommate was so uncomfortable with like 
signs of emotion and like hugging. Me too. That, that she had a little business card and she would pass out the business card to her in like these times of like crying. And it said something. It was like, really sorry you're going through this. Here's my my hug. And it was like a business card. <laughs> and I was like, that's great. And someone commented and she's like, honestly, if I got this from someone, it would snap me out of whatever. Like I would laugh. And then <laughs> the original poster like replied back and was like, it actually worked a lot. Wow. Yeah. So I was just like, it's just cool. Like yeah. everyone copes. You're trying your so best. Differently. You're trying. I get yeah. really uncomfortable when people cry around me. I, and it's like, <laughs> I, I do. I, I do. And it's, I want to be soft and like love them but I'm like I feel uncomfortable <laughs> I just do it's my response but like you're trying your best you know yeah so the top comment on this one and we do have like there's some little edits and some comments from OP the top comment though is like damn who killed him also watch how your mom comes back damn and- who killed him <laughs> yeah I shouldn't laugh but, like who asked that also, watch how your mom comes back in your life like nothing happened. OP responds and goes, this is nuts. Sorry. <laughs> well, sometimes all you can do is laugh in uncomfortable situations. I know. He beat some guy at the bar and gave him a black eye and fucked his face up. Well, the dude left, came back and shot him with <gasps> another guy. They made him beg for his life, my grandma said. He was saying, please, no, please. Shit's crazy. Someone goes, oh shit, your grandma was there? No, my mom keeps in contact with my grandma and she told me. That's what the cops told my mom. Oh my God. That's, someone goes, that's such a messed up thing to tell a widow, to be honest. I would not want to know that my husband begged for his life. Isn't everyone going to beg for their life? Like, fuck, I would. I don't know. This is like whole... Like, conversation on Reddit is just a lot. Damn, who killed him? Damn, bro. That's crazy. Like, oh, I mean, at least they got the guy. And like, I mean, but it sounds like he started it. I don't know. This is really hard It's hard because, okay, let's put it this way. Given the facts, it sounds like this guy terrorizes, terrorized people when he was Earthside. Like, he, it's it's sorry like I'm sure maybe he was a good <laughs> person sometimes but from what we're hearing he was kind of going around choosing violence so yeah. and I'm not saying he deserved it sometimes you I'm just saying God's him. timing is like, <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding cut that <laughs> cut no, that, that. Was, that was perfect <laughs> we can't cut that quality oh Hondra embrace the mess bless this mess baby <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Fine. No, um, but I I mean, no, no, no. he but, fucked around and found he out. He fucked around. He beat the shit out of someone. Out. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, what do you like the guys oh not going to come back and give you flowers? Like, hey, thanks for smashing my face right. in. Is that other guy unhinged? Yeah, he yeah. Pro- he shouldn't have shot him. He should have maybe grabbed a stick. I don't know. Yeah, or just gone home and taken me out. Like Okay, people are fucked. <laughs> here's what we're getting at. If you go around and choose violence, do not be surprised when violence comes back and chooses you. Would that be karma? I guess, yeah. Ah! Based on, yeah, I guess, based on your <laughs> interpretation and the reading of karma, yes. No, this I'd is fucking, so. this theme is it's crazy. Hard. It's hard because you don't want to be insensitive. You, We are not insensitive people. We really, really don't want to ever boil these things down to like jokes on Reddit, but like, these are the cards. No. These were the choices yeah. made. 
It's this story. It's not every murder victim. No. It's, it's very much so this story. And this person story. still doesn't deserve it. I just feel like it's not surprising when you hear of people having shitty things happen to them when all they did is go around and did shitty things to others. Yeah. You know, you can't go around poisoning people and then expect the world and people in the universe to just like light you up in the best way because you're not putting any of that out there. Yeah. Yeah. And the sad thing is this person really suffered like at his hands and then the mom abandoning them at 16. It's they were dealt really tough cards. And yeah. I wish the best for them going forward. I do see some comments like mm -hmm. they're starting therapy in May. The mom and the daughter. Um, oh, I they're assume. starting school in May. Um, the daughter. Yeah. Of this the woman that was married to the guy. She's got her own host of issues. Yeah. It's giving... Oh, no, I don't can't give the spoiler alert. Never mind. It's giving what? It's a book. Oh. Uh, People who... Know, the ones who know, know. Okay, moving along. Lighter, lighter topic I love here. how we were like, that's the darkest topic. I think that's the hardest we laughed on this episode. I know. Whoa. Some people cope with dark the humor. trauma response. Trauma response. Okay, so this next one, five months old. It has been in my karmic justice folder since the very beginning. Am I the asshole for not changing my tradition day to my daughter-in-law and making things uncomfortable? I have a tradition that every June and December on the first Saturday of the month, I make a traditional dish from my country for my family and friends. Everyone loves it, and it's a family recipe. My youngest son has been married to Wendy for three years, together one before. I didn't know her that well because they didn't live here. Wendy is a rising chef. In June, Wendy asked if she could help me make the dish, and I said yes. It was my biggest regret. She gave advice on all the seasoning choices, and even though I said it's a family recipe, she kept giving her opinion. When the date passed, I made it clear that I would not like any more help, first and last time. She took it personally, and our relationship became uncomfortable. Last month, day 16, I received an invitation from my son and Wendy to go to their house because Wendy was going to make this dish. It was the first Sunday in December. Mm. To clarify, this dish is not something you can eat two days in a row, as it is heavy. Someone sent me a message asking if mine would still happen. They know it's always the first Saturday, and I confirmed. On the 20th, I sent the formal invitation by message. My son called as soon as he received it, asking if it would be on the first Saturday, and I confirmed. And he started saying that people can't eat two days in a row, and if I couldn't leave it for another week, because Wendy wanted to do it to get closer to the family. I said no, as it is my tradition, and despite finding her choice of date unpleasant, I won't stop them, but I will continue with the usual dates. He proceeded to say I'm making things uncomfortable and a week later it wouldn't bother me and used the coin her invite was sent before. I was perplexed and said that everyone knows it's the first Saturday of the month, including them, so it wouldn't change all of my plans. Things got uncomfortable, of course, but I kept it because it's something that doesn't just involve me, friends and family already confirmed. There was a party on Saturday with family and friends. He and Wendy didn't come, and on Sunday, I didn't go because I worked that day. Many didn't come, and those who did, few ate the food because they couldn't eat it twice. During the week, my son sent a message asking if it was worth it to have done that and upset her, 
because it spoiled this moment that she wanted to have with our family. He stressed that I could have been the best person, but I preferred not to be. I don't think this attack is very fair, but I wanted an outside opinion. It was the best date for all of my friends and family in December as they get together before the festivities. For me too. Tradition that has been going on for 10 years. Added, many have asked. I apologize for being late. Fiota? Fijoda? Fijoda? F-E-I-J-O-A-D-A is the dish. I know that many people... Oh, wait. Wait, how is it spelled? I've never seen that. We're going to Google. We're going to find yeah. a picture of it. Fijoda? Fijoda? Uh, is the dish. I know that many people in my country can eat it two days in a row, but we know that eating fijota in a row is the recipe for a beautiful stomach ache, especially mine that comes with many compliments. Am I the asshole? I don't know. I don't think I don't think the mom's the asshole. Also, challenge accepted. I'm gonna eat this dish two days in a row. What? It looks like, like what is it that you can't eat it two days in a row? I can eat a lot of things two days in a row. Honestly, it looks really, really good. It looks like um, well, it's oh, red. I've seen that. Is that that's like sausage? It looks like sausage, black beans. It looks like a very hearty stew. I've had that before. Yeah, and so what? Can we figure out how to pronounce the word? Yes, yes. Feijoada. Nah. Feijoada. Okay, maybe. I guess it's Brazilian, so I think that's Portuguese. Feijoada. Feijoada. Okay. How do you say feijoada in Brazil? It's Portuguese then. If it's Brazilian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Feijoada. Okay. All right, cool. Never Fe- I've had that dish. I've seen it. Yeah. But um I don't know. I could eat that two days in a row, but whatever. That's beside the point. Um I think that Wendy had 363 other days on the calendar to choose for her grand revelation of the (laughs) feijoada and she chose a day that is yeah like preceding a day that's been on the calendar for 10 years 10 years you you twice a year for 10 years it's happened 20 times you could have picked quite literally any other day you could have gone oh what's between december and june Let, let me pick a month here halfway point yeah i just think that wendy was being petty i think wendy was not wise and like kind of Back to our earlier theme, like you fucked around and found out. Like yeah. you kind of tried to go head to head with mom. Yeah. And sorry, but mom's a 10 year heavyweight champ on the Feijoada. So, yeah, it is interesting. And it's like you pick the Sunday after. She didn't want to pick the Saturday because she knew that would be direct competition. Yeah. She also probably knew picking the Saturday would guarantee that no one yeah. showed up. Right. So she went with the Sunday the day after. In hopes that mom would cancel. And it's, you know, it's Who, fine. Why? Like, like, that's so disrespectful. If I married into a family and my mother-in-law had this tradition for 10 years. A beautiful tradition. And I don't care if I'm an aspiring or up-and-coming chef. I would be like, okay, great. I'll do something completely different because there's so many dishes you can make. Why make the same one? And I'm going to do it in the beginning of spring because there's yeah. nothing in the spring. And... Like, make it a beautiful tradition and the family will appreciate you. And, like, I don't know. I just think that this was a stupid move. No, she got her karma by people not really coming and then not really eating it. And I think that is one thing that we've seen on a lot of the chef stories from Reddit. Yeah. Is, like, this sense of, like, pretentiousness where it's like, no, 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 no. I'm a chef. Like, don't do that. Like, if my mother-in-law invited me into her kitchen to make this dish that's been in their family. It's a family recipe. She reiterated that again and again in the kitchen. It's a family recipe. 
and you're coming in and shitting on it. It's like, yeah. What? Or just like being be critical. respectful. Like yeah. I would take that as an honor. Like I'm learning this family dish. Right. Like I have many traditions with my grandma where I go home and we bake stuff I together. Know, your cookies. Like we do the cookies around the holidays. I've never said to my grandma, hey grandma, your ginger snaps. Let's use less ginger. They're a little too snappy, lady. <laughs> no. They're a family recipe. They've been in the family for years and years and years. And I just enjoy spending time with my grandma yeah. and learning things how she does it. Yeah. If I want to change it down the road, I know I can. That's my personal freedom and ability. Yeah. If Wendy wanted to try out different seasonings and make it her own, she absolutely could. But you don't have to go in and shit on someone else's like tradition and cooking and their abilities and like their their whole jam like this is her jam mm -hmm. she does this for her family and her friends it's a beautiful thing and you just come in there and shit on it yeah no I completely agree I think there's a time and a place it'd be different if you went in and cooked together and then Wendy's like wow I have all these ideas on ways to like put a twist on this traditional family dish and then later you can experiment on your own and make it for everyone and go this is inspired by the family recipe but my I put my own twist on it and like, that'd be fun. And that's, you know, and you preface it so it doesn't seem disrespectful. But like to be kind of like a backseat driver in the kitchen and be kind of enforcing your like culinary training on this traditional dish that mm -hmm. people enjoy as is, has been in the family for years, feels disrespectful. It does. And it also makes me sad because OP saying like, I'm not going to have it help anymore. This was the first and last time. Like mm. that kind of makes me sad because mm. how beautiful would it be for her to teach maybe a grandkid yeah. or someone and like then pass it down. But maybe that'll change down the yeah. line. But like, yeah, you know, it's just like, it's like, oh, everyone yeah. has a sour taste in their mouth now. Yeah. Well, when you said that the daughter-in-law, Wendy, was like an up and coming chef, I was like, how perfect. Like they yeah. can cook together. And it's like that got soured. That's how it should have been. Yeah. It didn't need to be this competition. And, you yeah, know, why? Like, why? Marrying into a new family, it can be stressful. Yeah. You can feel the need to, like, prove your worth and solidify your place in this family. But, like, you don't have to try too hard. Like, be yourself. And, you know, hey, maybe that maybe that is herself. And maybe then tone it down a little. Yeah. But you could have just gone in there and been the helping hands, like, done the chopping, followed the directions and spent time talking to her. Hey, where did this recipe come from? When was it first made? Did you make it with your grandma? You get a beautiful time together where you can really inquire and learn about the history. Like I'm such a little family, like historian junkie. Like I'm literally making my grandma do these like podcast videos with me mm -hmm. where we, I like ask her all these questions and I cute. I gave her a recipe book. Yeah. So she's been filling out a recipe book oh, for cute. me for the past four years. Wow. That's like, really I'm smart. trying to create these, like, little heritage pieces yeah. for myself and yeah. my kids. And it's just, like, I, it's just sad to see people not take those opportunities with loved ones. Yeah. And, and then I, create drama where there doesn't need to be. Right. I think respect is never going to earn you favor and popularity. If you're entering a family, being disrespectful, like, choosing the date right after yeah. is a little bit disrespectful. Because you knowingly did she it. She knew. She knew what she was doing. And I don't think if you're ever trying to like earn your spot or whatever it is that you're trying to do, like don't do it. Disres like disrespect is never going to be looked upon in a good way. No. Well, and also what's interesting is like OP was like, well, I work Sundays. So I yeah, couldn't. So that's I couldn't, even worse. Why would you do that? So I couldn't even go. And it's like, 
if you kind of know like your mom works every Sunday, like yeah. that's her schedule, then especially why would you make it on a Sunday? Yeah, like you didn't want her there. You wanted her to cancel hers and then make it so she couldn't come? Yeah. Like what? this is so weird. OP does add like another little edit under like the question, am I the asshole? And basically just goes, I don't mind her doing this. I encourage it. But yeah, I found the choice of dates peculiar. Six months in the year and any weekend. And she chose the only weekend that I always do something to do the same. That's exactly what you said. Like, yeah. There's 363 days. Yeah. Why couldn't she have picked another one? I, I can't figure it out. That to me is just your, I don't know, spiteful person. Yeah. Top comment on this one. Not the asshole. One, this is a family tradition of 10 years. Traditions are important. And attempting to modify or change them is offensive. Mm -hmm. Disrespectful. You nailed that. Two, she is clearly trying to upstage you. Mm -hmm. Trying to prove to the family she can make the dish better. Yeah. Three, her choice of dates was passive aggressive. Four, your son is also an asshole for letting this happen. Yes, we forgot about him. And guilt tripping, about him. guilt tripping mom, yeah. kind of like being really manipulative. Was it worth it? You could have been a nice person. The best person the or best something. The best person. Oh, um, come on. Check yourself. Yeah. This is fucked up. And it's so simple. Like it's, it's such a like yeah. uh, a microaggression, but look at the domino effect it's creating. I don't even think it's a microaggression. It's full I, out. I think it was an, uh, an attack. It was a... Yeah, it was direct a war, like sabotage. A, yes. She yeah. declared war, I think. Like, yeah. Like a bake-off. Does get the, yeah. Yeah. It's giving bake-off. Great British bake-off? Yeah. Great mm. British bake-off. Great Brazilian bake-off. Yeah. I was going to say when she was like talking about the dish, like no one can eat this two days in a row. Like what What dish? Well, so I just watched, um, I'm getting really into The Amazing Race. Huh. Like I actually want to- What's apl- that about? It's uh, this- challenge show where two people partners friends whoever wants to apply they apply as a little duo and you have to like race around the world you follow clues and like have to do tasks and like the first one each checkpoint like you you're safe last one in the finish line at the very very end each week teams start getting eliminated but the last one at the end wins a million dollars wow yeah and so i'm highly considering applying once Life slows down a little bit. Yeah. It's not the right season right now. <laughs> Morgan, I'm so busy. I don't even have time to eat. It's only 21 days. Also, I, Morgan, fine. Um, I think I'm going to enroll in a race around the world. Okay, but it's a cool show. <laughs> and Jesse Tannenbaum, if you're out there, I'm ready. He's the casting guy. Nice. I'm a creep. So uh, they were in Argentina for a challenge and they drive up and it's like this meat eating challenge. It's like a traditional yeah. Argentinian barbecue. a lot of red meat. They had to eat, I don't want to get it wrong, they had to eat four pounds of barbecued beef parts. There was a tongue, there was a brain, like there was four pounds. and like they, like fear factor. It kind of was that vibe. And like they brought out this tray that like literally is like the size of our side tables here. Like if you make a circle with your arms in front of you and you're a shorter person, maybe around five feet, that's how big the tray is. Filled with meat. And I'm Liz. like, I w- I, the eating challenges would definitely fuck me up. Yeah. But that's what I was like. I was like, are they Argentinian maybe? And this is like a traditional. No, like, I mean. But even, this is just a little stew. That's like, I could house a couple turkey burgers 
and then do it again the next day. Is it like my preferred weekend activity? No, but like if I do it once a year, like. Okay, but honestly, have you ever gotten the meat sweats? (laughs) No, because I don't eat red meat. No, but it can happen with just a lot of meat. With what meat? What meat would do that? I don't know. Turkey and chicken. I don't think you get the meat sweats from them. I don't know. I could be wrong. Fact check me. I've been wrong a lot. So please. But to answer your question, I have not gotten the meat sweats. Someone goes, this doctor, Dr. Lehman said, meat sweats are not a thing. <laughs> no one has ever reported sweating, but it's like a common thing. Where I've just, heard of it, but I hear it meat, with, with You just feel meat. heavy and hot. Yeah, it's like cow and like pig. Someone, this is a commonly Googled question. Can you get meat sweats from chicken? Can you? But in theory, it could also include eating chicken, turkey, or fish. Okay. I, I have it. <laughs> <laughs> but even if I did, like, let's just say I did, right? Let's just say we had, let's just say the traditional dish was like a bunch of fish, okay? Yeah. And I ate a bunch of fish on Saturday at mom's bake-off. And then <laughs> my cousin or whatever is doing another bake-off on Sunday. And it happens to be a lot more fish. i like, okay. Haven't you ever had leftovers? Like, Whoa, that's what I was just, just eating say. the same thing. Okay, I was just going to ask, and maybe this is like, I've been doing Spotify polls. And maybe this is the Spotify poll question. Is it rude to bring a takeout little container with you when you go to family's house for a big meal like this? Because there's always leftovers. Oh. And if like you didn't finish your stuff and you wanted to take it home for lunch the next day, is that rude and weird? Because I hate wasting food. And at my family, this would not be weird. People would be like, let me send you home with stuff. That's different. If... But don't bring your own, don't assume? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's absolutely- It's definitely weird. It oh, could, could be tacky. I don't know if it's like rude, but it could absolutely be interpreted that way. Yeah. Like, I oh, would you, just- You assume? I would like, just not. Yeah. I would just skip that. If they okay. offer it and you take it, that, that I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But like, okay. I would skip bringing your- Leave your Tupperware at home. Leave the Tupperware. Leave the Tupperware at home. I just saw- No, I'm not going to go there. Wait, okay. what? I want to hear it. You can cut it. I just keep saying like, oh, I've seen this video. I I need to get off TikTok. Yeah, it's scrambling our brain. It's so bad. But it was a video of two guys arguing and he was like, oh yeah, I brought my Tupperware. And the guy goes, I've seen that. Tupperware? (laughs) He goes, it's Tupperware. And he goes, no, it's Tupperware. It was just this little- I've seen that, yeah. It's the guy from Impractical Jokers, one of them. Uh I love him. But it it is for the record, Tupperware, right? Okay. I am not using any plastic food containers anymore, though. I went Why, to because of the BPA or whatever. Bleh. I went to um, IKEA. Oh, yeah, IKEA, and they have really nice glass containers, all sizes, all sizes. You guys, they're best sizes, great sizes. <laughs> you sound like Donald Trump. No, no better size. Look, this country's never seen better sizes. <laughs> And uh, it's got a bamboo lid. Why, though? Tell us why we should abandon the plastic. I just don't like the plastic leaching. Like, there's a study now where they were trying to test, like, the level of microplastics in people's blood and bodies and whatever. They couldn't even find a control group of people that didn't have microplastics. Wow. And a big part of it, too, is, like, it's in our water now. I heard, like, like, your laundry detergent and washing certain clothes items, like— a lot of the fabrics and the fake fabrics we use can have microfibers that get into our water. Yeah. And like, it's just so crazy. So I'm just trying to like, I'm, I know 
you know, I'm going to get fucked up at some point. Like I already have health issues, but it's like, I'm just going to try to do the best I can. And mm-hmm. I really like the glass. I feel like my food has honestly saved better too. Mm. I believe that. And for it sure. looks very nice in the fridge. If you're about an aesthetic fridge. I can picture oh. it. It feels like I'll it'd show be you. beautiful. Yeah. It's, let's check those baddies out later. And it's pretty affordable. Mm. Good. Best part. Yeah. And I love affordable, Ikea. sustainable and aesthetic. Yeah. Nothing better. I love Ikea. And you can order online. They have them online. Perfect. Link in mm-hmm. bio. Use code <laughs> D. Just kidding. Ikea could sponsor. Yeah, I, I've, I've been to Ikea uh, six times in the past three weeks. You love Ikea. I love Ikea. You love Ikea and Costco. So much. Morgan's a big, whole, what are they, like wholesale retailers? Yeah, kind of. You're a big wholesale girl. Except Ikea, you can stop raising the prices now. Oh, have they been raising? Oh, God, it's criminal. Okay, moving along. One last one, and it does come with a little bit of an update, but it's some girly drama. The girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so this one is titled, Am I the Asshole for How I Responded to a Friend at My Friend's Birthday Dinner? Oh my God, this reminds me. Of what? <laughs> I had like a chaotic birthday dinner a couple of years ago. and Was someone- I there? Yeah. And someone brought it up recently, and they were like, Alondra, you realize it's like not normal. <laughs> I was like... Wait, what happened? I'll tell you later. <laughs> oh, was, was it, it me in no, Scottsdale? The no, hotel? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was dinner a couple of years. Uh, it's not that serious. We'll talk about it later. We'll get, we'll get yeah. into it after yeah, this. Because yeah, yeah. people are going to be like, I want the tea now. Yeah. Okay. So, hello. I'm a part of a friend group of five girls, all 20 to 22 year olds. We live in Europe and this post is translated to English. My friend A had her birthday dinner with the group yesterday. A's friend, B, is 22 and a stay-at-home mom. I'm a university student. Yesterday, when B arrived late, she looked at me and said, quote, you look like shit. (gasps) Not very nice, but true. So fair enough, because I really looked like shit. (laughs) Why? I have a lot of courses that I have to attend, and I cannot delay them. The exams are coming. I am studying for more than 90 hours per week without counting the lectures. I am also working, although only three hours a week, with preparing at home for at least two more hours. I am stressed, and I fear that I cannot pass these exams. I kind of developed insomnia due to the stress, so I have not slept for the last three to four days. Oh my gosh. And you can see it in my face. Oh my gosh. I'm starting to think that if I die right now, at least I don't have to do the exams. (gasps) But I think I will feel better again after the exams. Oh my gosh. This is a grad. Is school. she okay? This is grad. We need to check. Someone do a wellness check. We get we get a, we get an update. Okay. I'll I'll leave it there. Okay. I did not even want to go to dinner because I just have so much to do. Yeah. But I care about A, so I went. Wow, good friend. I said, "Yeah, I am tired from studying." She laughed and said her usual mantra, "Quote, you don't know what tired is. I have 3 kids." Talk again about it when you also have three kids. Oh, you could fuck have, you. You could have at least put on some makeup. Oh my, I want to fight this person. Girlies are fighting. The, gr- I'm, the girlies are fighting. Now, I don't really know what happened to me because we are all used to this kind of comments from her, but I snapped. I told her exactly how tired I am. I told her that she isn't the only one tired and that her gatekeeping being tired is annoying and also shows what a selfish person she is and that being empathetic for one time would not kill her. I followed by saying that I am without a doubt more tired than her since all of her kids are out of the house for 10 hours a day, good daycare since her husband has a good job, 
and all she has to do is cleaning and not even cooking because her husband does this. Moreover, she has her mother-in-law taking care of night duties because she and hubby are too tired. She told us all of this herself. While I have to clean and cook and do all of it by myself, I think at the end, I was kind of screaming because when I looked around, people were staring at us. Oh, no. She asked A if she had anything to say. And after A didn't say anything, she told me I was a childish bitch and to go to hell. She then left. I think A was just too shocked to react. After that, I started crying and I immediately apologized to A for ruining her birthday dinner. A was kind and told me to not worry about it and that she would have a chat with B later. The other girls messaged me after we left saying that I had to apologize to B, that I was insensitive to her struggles and that it was not okay to bring her, quote, home situation to the discussion. I wrote this during another sleepless night and I'm only posting this now because I still don't know if I was in the right for responding like that. I mean, I still ruined A's birthday dinner and I could have just ignored the comment. Were you in the right? Not necessarily. That wasn't the best response. However, I think that girl, I think B deserved it. Sorry. B needed a clap back. B needed a rude awakening. B needed someone to stand up to her. That is like like gatekeeping tiredness. Like I love the way she put that. Yeah. Why? Like, are you the only one allowed to be tired? I'm confused. Is there like a, a finite amount of tiredness in the universe and you need all of it? Like, <laughs> why can't two people exist and be like, Morgan, I had a shit week. Ale, I had a shit week. Let's bond over it together. Shitty weeks. Hey. Let's go. Like, <laughs> Why is it that, no, 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 Morgan, your week couldn't have been shittier than mine. Couldn't have been. You've got too many resources. Like, it's weird. What the hell? What the hell? I would have reacted the same way, as you can tell. Yeah. I don't get it. And having three kids at 22, insane. Impressive. That's, it's it's a lot. That is a lot uh, For to sure. Take on. Three kids is a lot. You're tired. Two kids is a lot. Like, yeah. one kid is a lot. But at the same time, that was her choice. And then for these other girls to chime in and be like, you can't bring her home situation into it. Why? Why not? She brought mine yeah. saying I look like shit. Yeah. My home situation, my life situation is the whole reason I look like a tired, disheveled piece of shit. You're... That is arguably your home situation. It, it's the same it's a product thing. of your situ- your environment. It's their life. It's their exactly. two lives. My home is my career and my job and my livelihood and my structure, my schedule. Your home is kids and daycare and a nanny and your husband. Both are homes. Both are home lives. Neither one has precedence over the other. Neither one is better than the other. No. They are just different. You Mm-mm. cannot compare them. So one is tired from an external set of factors that are different from your external set of factors, and you're both allowed to be tired. Yeah. Why is it a bake-off? No, it's not. It's just stupid. Like, grow up. This girl seems like the friend that it's like, she always has to have, like, the bigger problems. Yes. She always has to be, like, the bigger victim in a situation. Right. Like, She's always more wrong. Yes. I've, I've, there's people like this that I've known. It's just like, yeah. aren't you tired? Yeah. Of like, Weird like, flex. Like, okay. But okay. Pop off, girl. Like, you're right. Your life sucks more. Let's move on. Like, is that what you want me to say? Yeah. Like, what for what? Those people, like, if I, I don't agree in the way she did that at a birthday dinner. 
Like, t- that's actually funny because what I was referencing earlier is kind of similar to this. Where okay. It's like, yeah, a time what was and a yours? Place. I'll, you say yours, I'll say mine. Okay, so my birthday dinner a couple of years ago, the one that Brett, like, surprised me with, which was a great oh, birthday dinner. yeah. There was just a lot of chaos ensued. The sushi up One rooftop. person got mad about their positioning in the group photo, and then they were— Oh, my God, I totally missed this. And they didn't want to be the big person. Oh, that was me. No. We don't, I thought that was me. I don't me. want to single people out. It wasn't. Oh, I— it wasn't. That's, then, usually, that's usually me. And then that person was upset. And then you were like, shut the fuck up. We're at a birthday dinner. And then they got more upset. <laughs> and then then you guys were kind of going at it. And then we got to like Wally's. And then people got too drunk. And then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then two people like Irish goodbye. And then people were like, you don't do that at birthday dinners. Especially at And then Wally's. one wandered off to go talk to like guy. It was just like very chaotic. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I actually thought nothing of it because I'm like, oh, it's my friends. You know, it's my life. <laughs> you know, it's like another day, another dollar. Yeah, you know, just me yelling at people. <laughs> right. No, no, no. You weren't even yelling. You were just like trying to check them. But, and then my friend who was there who is, doesn't hang out with us as much. She's, yeah, more was of an like, outsider. But yeah. Yeah. She was like, wait a minute. Like you realize like that was like really unhinged. And I was like, Really? It's like, that was like really normal. Yeah, no, the Irish goodbye was rude as fuck. Yeah, it's rude. And I talked to those people. They know that I wasn't happy about that. No. I I didn't remember the picture thing until you mentioned it. Yeah. It's so funny. It's always your birthday. I was going to say like, um, this story kind of gives what happened in Scottsdale on your other birthday trip. Well, so I'll tell I'll tell the people because okay. they're, they're gonna want the tea. I don't know. Do they? Or are they sick of hearing about? I don't know. Our tea. I don't know. So it was Alejandra's birthday, and we decided to go to Scottsdale, and it was the weekend after. Like I took my board exam, so I took my board exam Wednesday, and I think we yeah. flew out for your birthday Thursday, yeah. or I took it Thursday and we flew out Friday. It was really close. We flew out the next day after yeah. I took my occupational therapy boards. Yeah. I had gone three weeks of not sleeping, not eating, sitting at my dining room table, studying for like 16, 18 hours a day. Like it was nonstop grind. Three weeks. And so after that, like I didn't really even sleep that night because you're just like coming down from those jitters. We have early flights, whatever. So Alejandra's like so gracious. She gets this house, <laughs> like pays for the whole Airbnb. There's like three bedrooms and then there's like a pullout sofa. Enough sleeping space for everyone. And this is like the hard part. And this could be a fucking a whole nother debate on its own. Yeah. But when you're traveling in a big friend group and there's couples and then there's single girls. Which I will never do again. Like in hindsight, that sh- was a bad idea. It's but, it's really hard. But yeah. it's kind of this thing where it's like, is it automatically assumed that mm. then the couples would get beds? And I was, I think I was like, I was definitely the first one in Arizona. Yeah. But then we stopped and like went to the liquor store for people or something. Yeah. So I don't know. We get there and we were all just kind of putting our stuff places no one really decided on a room except like obviously you got the master primary bedroom sarah and dinell took a room because they walked in the house first yeah whatever and so i show up you know a little later and just put my stuff down justin flies in later that night goes back to the house with a girl at the same time because like their feet hurt two girls two girls so their feet hurt like they wanted to get different shoes Mm -hmm. and Justin was flying in from the airport met them there and then they all Ubered back to the bar together Yeah, as Justin's there this girl proceeds to be like well Justin's asking he's like well where should I put my stuff and she gets like kind of sassy and she's like well probably that room because I know Morgan's gonna take that bed like Mm -hmm. she gets what she wants blah 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 like making these passive aggressive comments and 
I like, he comes back and says that to me and I'm just like, why are you like talking shit about like me? we're at the bar. Yeah, we're at the bar. And I, I'm just like, I go up to her and I'm like, why are you talking shit about me to my boyfriend? Like, and I was like, I'm fucking tired. I haven't slept in weeks. I'm tired. And I just like, got knowing her, I was like, you're going to be up late. You're going to be partying. I'm not, I'm, I want to go to bed now. So I was just like, so over the situation. I literally went back to the Airbnb, picked up my shit and got a hotel room. Cause I just needed sleep. I was so sleep deprived and fucking out of my mind, just tired. And so we stayed at a hotel, great night's sleep, back at it the next day, going to brunch. It was fine. Mm -hmm. But it turns out she ended up having guys back and stayed <laughs> no, up. No, they didn't bring guys back. They went and stayed somewhere. Oh, yeah. They they did something where yeah. they were they were up until like 4 30, yeah. 5 a.m. They watched the sunrise and they didn't even come back. Sleep. It was in like that for nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, are like why? Why did you I knew you were gonna do that. Mm -hmm. And like all I wanted was sleep. Yeah. But it worked out. I mean, it's fine, but it's it's it just like chaos. these friend dynamics. And it's yeah. like well, it's hard because it's like, do you say anything or do you not say anything? Yeah. Because it's my birthday. So it's like, do you want to like bring that up at the bar? But at the same time, it's like, it's an imminent issue. Like yeah. it needs to be addressed. So it's like, it comes back to the story. Like there's yeah. a time and a place, but sometimes it's just like, you got to duke it out right there. Dude. Well, and then like, it's hard. Like there's no mention of alcohol, but like alcohol. Oh yeah. Heightens, heightens things. things. Heightens things. I had no idea this was going on. I was over like, I don't even know what I was doing over in the corner. Yeah. Like, Partying. It didn't like affect this, you. Like this. It didn't affect no, you. No, because I didn't know. And then all of a sudden I look over and I'm like, why are people beefing? <laughs> I, I, over the love, over Avicii, I can hear a little bit of banter <laughs> over there. <laughs> no, I just needed a, I needed sleep. And yeah. it's crazy because sleep deprivation can be so much worse than anything else. Like they use sleep deprivation to torture people. Oh yeah, that's Driving so true. a car while you're tired is sometimes worse than driving drunk. That's like, crazy. You do become like inebriated. You are messed up. Like sleep is so crucial for mm -hmm. our brains. And yeah. there's, there's this part of your brain. It's the arachnoid villa, I think. Okay. And it's Fair essentially enough. like the washing machine of your brain. So it cycles like your cerebrospinal fluid. And it does that when you sleep. Mm. It's an essential part of your body. It helps all of these other functions. And it does that when you sleep. So like mm. not getting sleep, you get fucked up. There's so many things that go wrong when you don't sleep. If you want to know how someone's doing, don't ask them how they are. Ask them how they're sleeping. Oh, that is so true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were struggling for a while. Oh yeah, I still am. I really? was I was eyeing your gummies. I was gonna you yeah. can take some gummies. I've been, home. I'm struggling so bad. I don't know what to do. You've been like waking up with like night sweats. No, not lately. Okay, that's God. good. But no. better. Yeah, it's better. I'm having like oh, I don't know. We'll talk later. But I've had I'm having, weird nightmares lately. Like a I have so apocalyptic sleep paralysis. Yeah. Oh my God, your sleep paralysis was so the one you texted so scary. Oh my God, I too. If anyone out there has sleep paralysis, I I get like the demon ones, like the hallucinations, and they're so scary. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, if you have any tips for how Alejandra can deal with that. There's like not. So up until recently. Someone said it's like a certain position you sleep in. That can be. But like up until recently, there's actually not. So I've always been fascinated by dreams. Okay, yeah. And REM, like rapid eye movement, REM sleep. And um, 
and sleep paralysis because I've had I've suffered from sleep paralysis for years. Yeah, it's typically associated with people who are in REM longer REM sleep. It can like only happen when you're in REM or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to do research on it because I'm like, why is this happening to me? And I've found that there's not a lot of research around it because no one has really cared. That's surprising. But recently, now they're finally starting to look into it and they're learning more. So it's kind of like unfolding. Maybe you should do a sleep study. I've actually thought about that. That'd be really cool. I think I'm like a perfect, like, what are they Subject, yeah. Yeah. Specimen. You should. Yeah. It'd be so interesting. I totally would because I have such weird sleep situations. (laughs) No, poor thing. Yeah. Top comment, not the asshole. Oh my God, I forgot about the story. I know. We got into our own so bad. I'm so sorry. The girlies be fighting. You know, all of us included. Yeah. Not the asshole, be conditioned out, but can't take it back. Had she kept her rude comments to herself like she should have, she wouldn't have been embarrassed like she was. Yep. Why can you dish it out? I don't think anything that the girl said was um, offensive. Well, okay. I take that back. I take that back. Some of it was a little abrasive and harsh and offensive, but I don't think it was like out of pocket. No. She wasn't calling her like a whore. No, she was like, why are you gatekeeping being tired? tired? You have all these resources. Yeah. Like- like what? I, in fact, I think my situation actually is worse than yours. Yeah. Like, don't talk to me until you have three kids. Yeah. You look like shit. Just because you have children doesn't mean that another person isn't struggling or more yeah. tired or worse off. Like, yeah. Exhaustion takes many forms. Kids don't equal shit life. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're trying to imply with that. Like, yeah. don't talk to me until you have three kids. Also, some people can handle three kids. If yeah. you can't, just say it. Yeah. <laughs> Some people have eight kids and they thrive. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's the way cookie crumbles sometimes. Yeah, I agree. Being a parent is hard For without sure. a doubt. It is hard. But like you have great help by the sounds you of it. You have a lot of resources. You have, we can say this comfortably. You have more resources than the average mother has. I didn't even know kids could go to daycare for 10 hours. That's a long daycare, time. Daycare, night nurse, and a husband who's willing to cook and clean for you. That's a rare circumstance. Wow. Ask Pull 10 women and, and ask them if they have yeah. all three of those resources at their disposal. A lot of them don't. Okay, for the update, mm-hmm. not many people were interested in my conflict, but I still want to update for a few people that cared enough to comment. I was judged, not the asshole, and some comments really helped me. A special thanks to No, I Won't install the app. Regarding, <laughs> That's a great name. Regarding my friend A, I called her and apologized again for yelling and ruining her birthday dinner. She said that I did not ruin anything and that she should have put a stop to B's actions long ago. Mm, good friend. Yeah. She also told me that I was paranoid as always and that I did not yell, but just raised my voice a bit mm. and that it was normal that the table next to us seemed invested in our discussion. Mm. I would be. Fair. I insisted on taking her out to dinner, just the two of us, after my exams, and we went and had a great time. We are both in no contact with B and low contact with the other girls. Interesting. So, okay. B's out. Okay. Regarding my university problems, I contacted my teacher. He was as useful as always and told me that I should continue to do my work, meaning all the work, and that he would ask his superior for help. I did not hear back from him before my presentations. So I think a lot of comments on the original post were like, girl, you got a time management problem. Yeah. If you're studying for 90 hours a week. Yeah. Like how many hours are in a week? 24 times seven? Yeah, but you're not really using all 24. You have to sleep. So you're awake 16, 16 times seven? Sure. What's 14 times eight? That seems easier. 10 times eight is 80. Four times eight, 36. 116? 112. 
Okay, I was close. Yeah, you were pretty good. Look at the fists. <laughs> the fists. I'm like Arthur she's fisting. Like, she's like math. Arthur fisting. She's like um, four fours. <laughs> that's what happens to my four brain. Four plus one is two. <laughs> three plus three is six. What the fuck is that? Oh my god, I'm sorry. Just, I'm brutal. Okay. So people are just trying to be like, what are you doing? And OP did respond. It yeah. was like, I have these group presentations and none of the group is participating. Mm. It's only me doing all the work. Mm-hmm. I can't not do the work because yeah. then I'll fail. Right. Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. At that point, I was angry and bitter of all the work I had to do. So I said, screw them and signed everything with my name only and presented alone with my colleagues standing next to me completely silent. <gasps> I repeated several times that I did everything alone and told my teacher that I sent him an email with proof of this, email, screenshots, etc. He said he had not seen the mail yet. He asked the others if it was true that I did everything alone, and the three of them actually tried to lie after I told the teacher I had proof. But the last one, I will call him Boy, said the truth and apologized to both me and the teacher. Boy took me out to lunch after the presentation, apologized again, and explained that he was, quote, like stuck in a mental coma after a traumatic event that occurred to him and that I snapped him right out of it when I told the teacher about all the work I had to do alone. His words. Mm. He told me that he was thinking about quitting his studies because he was so behind, but I managed to dissuade him and we now regularly meet up and study together. Love. We have become good friends and he will be back on path with his studies in about a year, hopefully. Oh, wow. I passed all of my exams but the colleagues failed all of them. Uh. The three other colleagues are currently facing some trouble with the university for fraud slash cheating since they continue to claim that they worked on the exams and will not back down with these statements. My teacher is confident that they will be expelled over their stubbornness. Oh, wow. Boy is okay as he admitted everything and just failed the exams. I can sleep again. I am happy. This is all. Thank you all again. Wow. Great update. Karma works out, right, guys? That worked out really well. Yeah. B is a B. Yeah. Sure. But you know, sometimes situations like that need to happen because you just realize like, you know what? This is not good company. We're not friends. No. We're too fundamentally different here. And some people just don't mesh. Like, I think that like when I, when I think about that I like think about the guest episodes where Mm -hmm. there was a thread on the last YouTube comments and people were like oh my god Lauren amazing I hate the guest episodes and then it was just like comment after comment kind of like dogpiling on the guest episodes Mm. and I even comment on the thread I was like this makes me feel terrible yeah it's just like because it's like you're invalidating all my hard work yeah by like saying that it's like and it's and it I just kind of said I was talking to someone about it just kind of like venting I'm like you're not gonna like everyone we are so diverse, but can you like maybe listen and gain further insight into how you feel about these topics? Mm-hmm. Can you have a conversation with who you're listening with? Yeah. Is it going to be your favorite person? No. Are you going to go out of your way to engage with their content? No. But I don't know. It's just interesting. And like, and then people were like, well, I love Sarah Shower and I love Drew. And I'm like, so you don't hate all the guests. You just don't like certain guests mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. Not everyone in this world is meant to be friends or mix or jive together. Like there are just certain personalities that aren't going to get along and that is okay. Mm-hmm. Life is about finding your people. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. I agree. And just being a good person so karma doesn't bite you in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That is all I got for this episode. 
Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So with that, I wish all of you the best karma. The best. I hope only good things come to you. Mm -hmm. But the only way to get there is to put out good things. Very good things. Where energy, what is it? Where where attention goes, energy flows. Mm. So focus on the good, channel the good, be good, put out good. Good will come back to you. It might not be instant, but it will come back. Yeah. Absolutely. Be a good person. Also, I um I got my tarot cards read in one of our group therapy sessions on Patreon recently. And I'm like thinking about my life. And one was like about creativity and like yeah. this new studio space. And because I specifically asked about the studio space, I'm like, I'm going back to the beginning of this episode thinking about my stolen packages now. And I'm like, the other, the second card I got was like, she who revenges or avenges. I can't remember which card it was. Probably and, avenges. But. And I'm now I'm thinking, I'm like, this is my revenge era. You think you're in your revenge era? I think I'm going to get these package thieves. I think that's why I was kind of a little feisty on the stories today. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Fiery. I want to have my tarot cards read. Ooh. Do you I, have them? Do you do it? I'm going to order some cards. I don't really... You have to learn. You have to like... It's an undertaking. Yeah. Well, Martina, our amazing tarot card reader yeah. on the Patreon, she's like, she said they come with a little book. And so you don't like have to memorize what each card does. True. You just kind of have to know like... That's true. How you they work. In, you can also Google you, it. And you interpret. Yeah. Not to discredit the wonderful tarot readers. No, some people got it down like a book. But you know what? They're... I do really appreciate and enjoy a tarot reader. Like I would like to do it that way because they always, sometimes the card doesn't make sense and you're trying to figure out like, this doesn't resonate. Oh, like getting the death card and you're like, yeah. And then you go read the meaning and you're like, oh, but then the tarot card reader interprets it and they're like, they ask the right questions. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, no, this is how it applies. It's just not on its face. It doesn't seem like it does. Yeah. Then they get you, they help you bridge the gap. So, So it's so cool. I want that. Yeah. I don't want to just do it myself. I think we're going to do a lot of fun stuff like coming up for group therapy. Like nice. I want to get like an astrology person and like yes. evaluate sun, moon, rising yeah. signs. And so it's going to be a good time over there. Love. So if you want to join, I you do. Join. I do want to join. It'll be Tell really good. what it is. Okay. But that's all I got, guys. Be sure to check Spotify if you're a Spotify listener for the poll. But other than that, head over to Patreon. There's always good stuff over there. And uh, until next time. Bye. Bye.